0: Have you wondered about living elsewhere after you retire? Well, we have, almost daily. As you know, it's not an overnight decision. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about places to consider living in after you retire. We started this show for selfish reasons. We planned on visiting cities earlier this year, spending some quality time, not as tourists, but pretending to actually live there to get a real sense and taste of the place. We made one trip in February, which was great. And we were planning for the next trip.
1: Then COVID hit.
0: Yeah. A little background about us. I was born in Brazil, South America from an Asian family and grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I'm a college attorney who loves her job working with students, faculty, and staff.
1: I was born and raised in Long Island, New York. And I'm a law librarian working in a court who also loves his job. We've lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, New York for many years and have been thinking about our future home.
0: So we will be speaking to folks from around the country who have moved to venues of their dreams and more. And we will share their intimate secrets. What? Just kidding. But we'll offer information you may not find anywhere else. So stay tuned. Hi there. In today's episode, we will be speaking to Marcella and Peter, who made Naples, Florida their dream home. Before we start, here's a little background about our guests. Marcella Katz-Armoza, born in Buenos Aires, Argentina, where she completed undergraduate and graduate degrees. She emigrated to California with her first husband, hmm, how many are there, and three children. In the United States, she attained a master's degree in public administration, then a doctorate in Cardiff, Wales. She's lived in California, New York, New Jersey, and now Florida. Marcella met and married Peter nine years ago. Marcella was a vice president of enrollment management and student affairs at a college in the city of New York. I had the distinct privilege of working with Marcella, and I think we made a great team. If you Google her name, you will find that she founded the art of multitasking between family, a highly busy career, And rumor has it that she even had her BlackBerry under her wedding gown. She managed to find an outlet amongst all those busy things, the world of real estate. Some of us embroider. This is how this woman finds calm. She buys property, renovates them, and even sells some.
1: Okay, now for Peter Guggenheim, born in New York City, but he lived most of his life in New Jersey. He attended William Patterson University in New Jersey, where he received a degree in business. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Every time we book a guest, we ask them to send the bio. This is what Peter's bio said about his career. Truck driver for 30 years. That tells me nothing. Did you deliver milk locally? Did you deliver bakery goods? Did you go across the country? (laughs) It turns out he drove a truck, a tractor trailer across the country. He must have some great stories. If that was my career, I'd be telling everybody. I'd be bragging about it. Because people would think I'm this tough guy, long-haul truck driver. See, if, I, if someone tells me they just drive a truck locally, I think you're just a local truck driver and I can take you. If you tell me you're a long-haul truck driver, I think not, I'm not going to mess with you because <laughs> you're a tough guy. All right. That's enough, Peter. But we'll be talking about his trucking career a little later.
0: I-, I can hear how nervous you are just by mentioning that he's a truck driver. Um, I think you're going to like hide in the corner now. I think we should start the show. Okay. Okay. All right. Welcome, um, Marcella and Peter. We are so grateful and honored that you are joining us and sharing your story. Um, our audience uh, is very interested in hearing people from uh, where they've uh, retired to in various places of the country, and Naples actually is on. It's on a number of lists of the best places to retire. So thank you for that. Please let us know about your journey.
2: Okay, and uh, thank you for inviting us. It's a real pleasure to be here. We retired approximately two years ago. Um, There was a little bit of a progression in the process. Um, Peter started feeling tired of what he was doing and, and, and the winter. And by the time I retired, he really couldn't think of of driving anymore he was unhappy and he had had a heart attack a few years before I think that he progressed to the point where he was really ready to stop driving you want to add something to that
3: well there <laughs> <laughs> a couple a couple of things that would be a great area that I'm not sure I totally agree with but but that's the gist of things. Marcelo always told me at the university that people would walk in and one day say, I've had enough. And that they would know that was the day they were going to start looking for retirement. And with me, it wasn't quite that sudden. I knew for a long time that I wasn't going to be able to do it into old age. A lot of people drive into their, uh, into their 70s and 80s. I knew that wasn't going to be for me. And uh, when I started driving, I did, did across cross-country and then slowly brained uh, it in for for about ten years. I worked for a company in Wisconsin that was back and forth to the East Coast. I, I um, at least to a, a company in Scranton delivering ice cream into the Northeast. Slowly making the route smaller and uh, wanting to be home more because of life of the roads not so uh, glamorous as you see, you know, BJ and the Bear and all that. Eat properly, uh, shower properly, you deal with the weather. Uh, some people are nice, some people aren't so kind. And it was just time for me to, to, to give it up. So um, we ended up in Naples. That
0: was pretty
3: <laughs> um, I really hadn't given any consideration to where I wanted to retire. I just knew that I wanted to be able to sleep in my own bed, my own shower, and my own kitchen. Our own kitchen, as it turned out, that in the beginning I hadn't planned on it being more, you know, in my kitchen. But Marcella said she was married before I wasn't, I was on the road and it really wasn't uh, conducive to meeting somebody. I had tried it once before doing local work and being from the New York area, that is um, the toughest uh, truck driver you can do. Some people do local. If you're living in Iowa, even in Chicago, it's far easier. New York is the, the toughest market. And I was always the best paying freight going from Chicago to New York or to the Northeast because there are really no truck stops. There's no parking. There are no facilities for trucks. New Yorkers can be New Yorkers. People from Boston even more so. I think you draw your own conclusion what that means. But um, it was time. So uh, to where to retire to could have been in New Jersey except to, to, you know, for the weather. Of course, family is there. Friends are there. And and when we talked about moving, Marcella has a lot of friends and family there. being on the road all the time. I had some friends there, so I have some family there. I come from a small family. But when we left, I told Marcella, uh, she said, what do you feel about moving to Florida? And I said, nobody knows I'm here. Nobody will know that I'm gone. <laughs> I don't know how it was,
0: you know. it <laughs> was an, an easy
3: transition for me
0: so did your truck have a name like you know some people name their their boats and cars yeah, I,
3: my truck came with the name it was called volvo <laughs>
0: <laughs> called what <Coldwell>. <laughs> <laughs> um marcella can you tell us your journey to um naples when uh, when we started talking about um,
2: retirement, what I thought would be wise was to start researching uh, possible places. So I started looking at places that were relatively cosmopolitan because, uh, you know, I have an accent, we're Jewish. I, I, I just... Uh, Wanting to make sure that it wasn't a place that was too small for people to uh, feel comfortable with us and vice versa. I also <laughs> wanted uh, a place with low taxes, and it was very important to me to know that we were going to have a good investment in whatever we bought there. Initially, the idea was that perhaps we would keep two places. Uh, one for the yeah, summer and another one for the winter. Um, the, we, we progressed on that, comparing costs, how viable that was. So, but but the taxes were very important, and and uh, Collier County has one of the lower lowest taxes in the country. I also wanted a place that was um, safe. Wanted a place that would have nice lifestyle with. Great restaurants. And I also wanted to be not too far from a big city like we have here, Miami. So, uh, seven years ago, I um, started looking and researching, narrowed down, and decided to come to Naples. And within Naples, I thought that the best idea would be to buy something small that we could rent also so that it wouldn't be a burden. But at the same time, I wanted Peter to experience it. I wanted Peter to be more comfortable because Peter had this thing of, while he lived all his life in New Jersey, he knew very little of New Jersey because his life was in the truck. So I wanted to find a place where he would feel comfortable. So I bought a place that I still have now, and it's rented now. And we started coming. We came together to look for it. and we started coming for four or five days. We would spend some time in in December. And Peter loved it, right? Right. It was, it was It was from the beginning that that he, he really liked the place, the lifestyle. And that's how we um how we ended up in, in Naples. We thought that we would keep a place in New Hope, relatively near to the to the kids. It's a nice place as nightlife, it has everything. We started looking, but it was a major investment. Also, while we were looking, my son-in-law, my my daughter lives in in Pennsylvania. My son-in-law got an offer for a job in Connecticut. They went very near to accepting that. And I realized that I really had to be careful with whether I wanted to follow the kids because, you know, they're free to go. And uh, my my daughter-in-law was considering living in, uh, moving to Chicago for a job To So so the idea was really that we would make the decision of where to move and the kids would come and visit. And I have a friend who has a place in Miami and she said, Marcela, they come. Know that they come and the boy would be right. After Almost five years, four, four years and a half of spending time there. Um, no, after three years, we went to see an open house of a bigger place, a, um, a a condo, a townhouse. And we put an offer and we bought it together and we rented it up. So at this point, we have a place where we think is going to be where we move when we decide to move from New York and a place that we are using to visit, so so we have no uh, financial burden, we get to experience the uh, the life life in Naples, and uh, so the decision was when I retired, which I, I planned for my retiring in my retirement for more than three years. <laughs>
0: And so people did not believe me. Please don't go. We need you. And then she tried to leave again. It was like, no, you have to come back. No, she tried to leave. <laughs> so it was, I,
2: I always, once I put the date, it, I started working in general with my also the real estate piece, buying properties, renting out properties, selling properties, buying, renovating. And then with the uh, final date, that was very clear to both of us. And, and then uh, Peter um, decided that he was going to retire, too. I, I think that I had been retired for close to a, a year, but, you know, officially, like perhaps half a year. And Peter um, stopped driving. We put a date also that we were going to move, which was a real surprise for uh, for Peter's family, and that's how we ended up here, September twenty eighteen. And I I have not yet completely rejected the idea of eventually having a place in in the Northeast. Um, where we can spend some time. There are many people who have places where they spend the summer, mm-hmm. but uh, that would be a, a, a another step. Not, not now.
1: It's, it seems that a lot of your um, life down in Florida focuses on your uh, real estate career and um, you've been really wo- wonderful with that, both of you. When you're not doing that, what do you what do you do in Naples? What, what's a typical week or day?
2: You know, there's actually I I always uh, tell people that in Naples you can do as much or as little as you want. Um, there's there's a wonderful cultural life, lots of talks and presentations. There's beautiful art museum, and because um, there's so much wealth, there's such Huge donations in this area. Everything is the best. We have the most beautiful botanical garden, for example, and everything is small but like a treasure. They have for for the uh, the um, holiday season. They have a an evening light show in the botanical garden. And I took all my kids and my grandkids and my grandson, who works in the uh, in the uh, movie industry, could not believe the sophistication of the presentations. It was like a night in Fantasyland. It was so beautiful. This zoo is beautiful. They um the there's a um, a uh, concert house here. I went to see opera and I love the opera, the voices, the the stages. Uh, so what you see is that everything is like more than first class. Whatever you're going to see, there's a children's museum here that is just amazing. The Golisano Children's Museum, my, my kids went to visit. And then, of course, the restaurants are beyond belief you there are around 900 restaurants in this small Uh, area and um they they you know they're so refined and and or, or not you have wonderful diner but then you have like beautiful continental um food and they're concentrated in two areas third street which is where the pier is the 5th uh, Avenue which is just so elegant it's such an experience just to walk on 5th Avenue everybody with their cars their you know Rolls-Royce and Bentley's driving up and down and people are even with that they're they're low key nobody's like showing off that just going there the service is fantastic um all this was affected, though, by COVID. I mean, you can still go to Fifth Avenue. It, it will not be um, the same experience that we had before. It's, we have been in restaurants, but only outside. We don't go inside. Uh, this is a very, very conservative area. Very conservative, very Republican. Um, you have to be aware, and it's part of your choice. We found also wonderful, small Jewish temple. There are uh, four Jewish temples here, and uh, there's a very large one where most of the young families go because they have a fantastic school. Uh, then there's the, uh, the uh, Chabad, which is uh, more, much more traditional, and then there, there are two conservatives and, and uh, one reform. We go to the reform, and it's only for adults. Oh, wow. So that we never saw in yet. So there are no bar mitzvahs, for example. <laughs> but There are around, I think that there are 45 families with a fantastic rabbi who is a retired rabbi from Connecticut, he comes three week, three weekends. And then there is a, uh, a cantor, a woman cantor, who, who officiates the fourth time. We also have a lot of activities that are organized. When we came in, it was like such a party because, you know, in 40-something couples, when a new couple comes in, is a big deal. So they they welcomed us and... and um, there were uh, adult education nights where we had pizza in the outside. Lane, it's a beautiful temple that they, they use space of the um, United Universal Church. So that now it's only online. So that, that we, we don't have anymore. And I miss it. So um, there are a lot of volunteer opportunities too. So for example, I was teaching ESL in the first Baptist Haitian uh, church here. Wow. It's a fantastic church. And they built it themselves. The community, the Haitian community built it. It is huge. And they had like, they built a school, but they had no students They were very interested in creating something. So that was a very nice um, experience, but it glows with COVID. Yeah. And I also, we had fantastic uh, libraries here and with great adult education courses that are now on a pause. So I was very involved and making new friends and, and, um, we would go out twice a week. We we became members of the botanical gardens, members of the museum. You can still go. Uh, there's something very famous in Naples, which is the sunsets. People come from Europe to see, from Israel to see the wow. sunsets in Naples. They're just just amazing, fantastic. We we were doing that because uh, it's like unimaginable, you know. That that's a whole event where everybody gathers in, in in by the beach or on the pier. You can't believe when when the sun drops. Regular retired life was altered by by the limitations that COVID brought. We're hoping to go back to to see friends and to make more friends. Peter has a friend some three hours away from Three, here. Hours. three hours away. Yeah. The his, his best friend, they're like brothers, really. So it was very nice because they can visit each other, and that was something that he gained by coming closer. But uh, the other thing that April has is the most amazing beaches. So there's a beach, my when my brother went, he said, This is something that you see in the Maldives, you don't see. It The water is very warm and completely see-through. It's a state beach, so it's very controlled. They do not allow parking for more than a number of of cars. So if you're not there early... Is it a public beach? Yes. That one is state. Naples has... uh, Collier County has its own our own uh, stickers so we don't have to pay when the East Coast of when Miami and all the East Coast of Florida closed their beaches, they enforced that uh, these beaches were only for the uh, Naples people. So you could only park if you had your um, sticker here and you go in the morning and it's just, it's unbelievable. It's so see-through. You can see the dolphins and and the water is like ninety degrees. Very nice. It is yeah. like yeah. Peter doesn't like uh, cold water. In fact, he has never uh, been in our swimming pool here. No, and, and it's heated. You know, we have <laughs> and it's heated. Never. I I I swim every morning at seven o'clock in the morning. He has never uh, sent a foot there. <laughs>
3: I've been into it up to
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about how great the downtown is. I love, I love a great downtown. That's one of the things I would like when I move when I retire. I know it's very expensive there. Are the stores mostly high end, or can you can you, for instance, do they have a hardware store?
3: They have a subway.
2: Yes, they have. So the stores in in downtown are very high end. You don't have to buy. In downtown, because there's a, the, the commerce is established all up and down what they call Tamiami, which is the Tamiami Trail is from Tampa to Miami. You can find the supermarkets and there are warehouses and there, but, but not in downtown. But downtown is like, you would say Rodeo Drive. Mm. You, 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 that's that's the best comparison that I can find and so you don't go to do shopping there unless for example my brother is an art collector he likes um, crystal so he loves going there there's another area that's the Venetian village that's also very exclusive beautiful crystals beautiful art you can go and walk by and have an ice cream there (laughs) <laughs> and then when you want to buy the regular things, you go to Tamiami. And not everybody who lives in Naples or who comes to Naples is going to live in those like the $50 million mansions. Um, there are a lot of people who come and Naples is expanding right now and there's a housing crisis right now. Naples needs houses for first responders, uh, for teachers, And uh, there's 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 a crisis for every the landscaping companies. In the morning, you see all the landscaping companies moving around, but they have to they can't live too far from here. So they're trying to create developments that are not as expensive, allow for the establishment, the local establishment, because otherwise there's a negative impact. Uh, because it's the community is so big that for example it's very important to find maintenance people for the developments I remember somebody told me that um, Naples airport was the busiest airport in the United States because of all the private jets that come and go come and go you keep on seeing them coming because they come to have dinner or spend the weekend and then Sunday night every <laughs> Oh the leave.
0: So um, is there an international airport near you and and how and, and what's near you within like 30 minutes and can you take a direct flight to London for example?
2: Well, you we have Fort Myers. The Fort Myers is 45 minutes and you can take a nonstop flight to any and any domestic flight. But for people who go to Europe they will drive to either Fort Lauderdale or Miami.
0: Okay. And how far is that?
2: uh, Fort Lauderdale is one hour and an hour and a half. half. Um, So, But when we were living in New York, we would take uh, either Frontier, JetBlue, American uh, to Fort Lauderdale. uh, I mean, to uh, Fort Myers. What happens is if you go to Fort Lauderdale, is far less expensive than coming to uh, for Myers. So then you come to Fort Lauderdale and then you drive. But that's what my, my daughter always did. Now they're driving. You know, they're a lot, most families. Another phenomenon in the demographics was that here was mostly people who retired. Now it, the schools are so great, the public schools are so good here. The, there is other house, Other the taxes are so affordable. There are many young families moving here with kids. That changes the chemistry in the place and there are more services that are developing for young families, uh, tutoring, um, summer camps that were not needed before because all you had was families would come and visit and then they would leave. Now they are moving to Naples. so it, it, that it will be interesting not everybody's happy with that. Uh, people who lived here for 20, 35 years, 25 years. Uh, if somebody wants information in in Facebook, the people will resp- respond with the picture of lot full, you know, don't come. Yeah. What
1: about the weather? How's the weather? The weather
2: is perfect. It's, it's, it's just amazing. It's
3: terrible. Don't come.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, and this the summer is not as hot. And the truth is that you go to the beach. You you know you have your swimming pool. I sent you a picture of the swimming pool with the lanay. And then, starting in the fall, you live in paradise. Um, you walk. You you still go to the beach. You swim at any time you want. It's just um, beautiful. It's 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 unbelievable. The sky is so clean. If you go out, you see that beautiful sky with the stars. It's just uh, and that's what they say is one of the phenomena, atmospheric phenomena that uh, make uh, the sunset so special because there's no pollution. So it's just fantastic. The skies, the winter skies are just wonderful. And, you know, you open the doors uh, between the living room and Delaney, and you incorporate the outside as part of the inside. So you can eat
0: outside. Let me ask you, uh, do you need to have a car? Like, what's the day-to-day? Can you just um, take public transportation um, from where you are. And, and also I wanted to ask um, if you could talk a little bit about what kind of um, uh, structure you guys um, are now living in. Is it a, a single family? Is it a ranch? You know, you must
2: have a car because there is no public transport transportation. There's a, something that they call it. it cat, a cat. Cats. Yeah. Yes. There's, a, there's a bus. There's a bus that goes. Like from a mile from here takes you to the place where they have all all the uh, public services.
3: A lot of people use bicycle here also. Yeah,
2: you can you can do bike, but 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 really you 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 need at least one car. In in terms of so you cannot count with public transportation. There are many people who use Uber, you know, that that's the other thing. That's the option. It's too expensive. Too expensive for some, but let's say that that's that's the yeah that's yeah. the option. But if, if not, you definitely need your car. In in terms of where we live, when we bought the the second property that we bought here was a townhouse. It was in a development which is not unusual. There are huge developments with where you can you can really never leave from there because it had. A a hair salon, a restaurant, an ice cream plate. The post post, office was there. The post office was there. So many activities, you know. That was very nice. nice. We could walk every day, but I wanted a bigger Lanay. Lanay is an institution here. (laughs) And I also wanted a single family home. I started looking for areas because, of course, you know everything has to appreciate. I, I didn't want to buy something at the top of the market, and I wanted view. We had view uh, in the previous house, but I wanted what you call wet view, which was I wanted to look at water. There were many houses that had golf view, but I. Uh, I felt it was important and also for the value of the property that it had to have water.
3: So, so now we have water and golf view.
2: Yeah. <laughs> in the back, we have a lake that's um, uh, taken care by the golf, right? That's yes. just, you can fish in the lake. And then we have, the golf across from from the lake, so it's 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 very it's beautiful. The it's a beautiful area with all ranches. It's all one story. That was important also. I didn't want because in the townhouse we had we had two floors, two stories. I, I thought that it was better if we're going to spend more time here to have something that will not be demanding for us. Um this is a one story house and we have a two car garage and we have a circular driveway so we can park four cars so four
3: cars. Oh, I have three cars.
2: We have three cars because Peter has a uh, a collection car we drive during the winter when it's not too too hot. We drive around. It's a it's a it's a um it's a convertible Mercedes Benz. So we, oh wow, I was just we gonna go, go to Marco Island and then we come back and then and then I I have a Mercedes Benz. Peter has also a uh, pickup truck, which is a lot of fun. And that
3: and a motorcycle and a motorcycle. That's for my truck driving routes. How can you? do oh. be- with no pickup truck.
2: You know. <laughs> but it's not unusual for people to try uh, to stay within one floor.
3: To, and it's a lot, you know, upstairs and downstairs, uh, hard, hard to clean. And Marcella's not getting any younger, you know, so I didn't want to go up and down to,
2: to the cleaning. I, I never thought that it would be, a, if it, but it really makes a big difference. And I, uh, like, when I'm in the kitchen and I just have to walk a few steps to go to the laundry... Yeah. uh it makes it makes a difference
0: now, yeah,
2: i have to tell you that i wanted to fix this house and wait well right now the market is crazy everybody wants to buy but wait sell and buy a fixer upper but uh peter is not is, is not game so huh so <laughs> i think that we might stay here what of
3: the what are the tenants uh, one of the townhouses is a real estate agent. She had found a fixer upper for some, some clients of hers, or the guy who had to do all the stuff they were interested in. If I remember right, it was around $250,000. Oh. A, a lot of work, but you know it was levelable and they could have moved in there and fixed it up. It's not, it's not all, as Marcel says, not all $60 million houses.
0: Well, 250 is no uh, small potatoes either for a fixer upper.
3: It, depen- right. it, it depends where you live. You're coming from New York. This right, is free. Yeah. They have free houses
0: there yeah.
3: from the Midwest. Two fifty is what well, I can have thirty acres for that. You know, so it's I ran to a guy who was lived outside yeah. of Chicago. <laughs> we were talking about the uh, the difference of the, the prices, and I told him that the uh, the townhouse in New Jersey taxes were ten thousand dollars, and at that time, it was three hundred dollars maintenance, and he couldn't believe how expensive it was. So he had a big place out of outside Chicago at a fraction of that. So the people yep. that come here from, from the Midwest, these expensive. People that come here from the Northeast, they're giving things away.
1: There are more people from the Midwest there,
2: right? Yes, um, I, I deal. I have two of my properties are seasonal rentals, but you know they send you like they're coming from uh, from Michigan, from Wisconsin, from um, and and all they say is we have to get out of this cold weather. Now, now this is at least it was, and and until COVID, the community would get together and have these beautiful parades and shows. We went to the Halloween uh, parade, and it was amazing the most sophisticated mm-hmm. costumes and uh, do you remember there was one at Santa Claus with the red Ferrari yeah, the and Ferrari. and the, the, the dogs were with amazing uh, costumes and and everybody would walk the streets it was just fantastic so it they they the tree lighting was just wonderful too uh, they they did it in in the middle of of Fifth Avenue and everybody from the restaurants were all celebrating. The St. Patrick parade was wonderful. The uh, 4th of July in the the beach is like fantastic. And, you know, the the New Year Eve, the fireworks are done at seven o'clock and it's Mm -hmm. all families Mm -hmm. in the beach. A lot of boats, a lot of boats and uh, and drones so the you know it's fantastic
3: let me, let me tell a little something with that the first time it, it may it may have been New year's when we went for the when we went for the fireworks it just uh, it's, it's people that the, the culture of Naples because you know how it is when you go to Coney Island or something you go for the fireworks in New York they say that there are uh, about uh, 15,000 people that show up for the fireworks on the beach there. Quiet. Not a radio. Quiet. Somebody. The first time we did, somebody. One person stood up. Sit down. (laughs) Quiet. So culture. Fireworks. Oh, ah, fine. Fireworks end. Everybody gets up. Files out. No pushing. No shoving. No. Wow. So. Wow. Uh, that's what, what I've said when people come from Miami and there's this garbage on the beach and there's blowing horns and the, 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 the New Yorkers come. And, and people get upset because uh, Naples for a certain lifestyle and that would you know.
0: Mm-hmm. You talked about restaurants and food and um, I assume there's a diversity of uh, various types of food. I'm personally curious about Chinese food. Are there markets nearby, um, you know, for like genuine things? Or do you have to travel somewhere like, you know, to Miami or Sarasota or wherever?
2: There are two Asian uh, markets here. And there is there are some Chinese restaurants, but the, the diversity here is a very unique diversity because... People who can afford Naples come on vacations from other countries. uh, Naples is very popular for the wealthy Puerto Ricans and uh, Dominicans. It's loved by the Germans. Germans love it. British love uh, Naples too. But you don't see the New York diversity. You don't see everybody living together. What you see is very wealthy visitors coming and enjoying the great restaurants and perhaps buying a house and coming. But uh, this is a very non-diverse area in uh, Naples. And, uh, and that's what, in, in fact, uh, this is a very religious area. The churches are huge and and what you see is like we were here for Easter once visiting and it was like what is is there a parade here because I mean, there was nowhere to to park uh tremendous uh, donations that support the churches a lot of private schools that is it is when when you talk about diversity in food yes you can find a lot of different kinds of food and you see and hear different languages, it comes from those who can afford a vacation here, pretty much. That's how it is.
0: So um, I, I started to uh, talk about healthcare. care. Um, And I'm sure you have the finest, but can you give us, uh, our audience, a sense of was that a factor in your decision to move to Naples? Tell us a bit about that.
2: Yes, we took uh, kind of took it for granted that the services would be here because of the people who lived here that might have high demands. Um, Here, there's a lot of uh, concierge uh, medicine, concierge. There's a doctor you pay. By month and, 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 and then you, you use the services. For us common folks, they have most of the doctors are organized by having several offices. There are many PAs. So you work with a PA or an RN and they're always available. Uh, you call and you can make an appointment for the same day. For example, Peter went uh, to uh, needed to see the doctor, went to see the doctor for the same day, and the same, the same day got an X-ray that was sent back. The results were sent back to the doctor. The PA or, or the RN uh, called Peter back immediately with the uh, directions of what to do. You don't have to wait. You know, whatever I I had to do an X-ray. Also, uh, I, I I suffered an injury running, and I was so uncomfortable going to see a physical therapist that I it, it, this was like ten months ago. So I went to see the 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 PA, the RN, and he gave me a referral. The same day I called, they made the appointment and that same day I started a treatment and they already gave me the uh, appointments for the next month. You know, it, you go, you never wait. The place is huge with everything that you need. It, it, it is more uh, personalized. They uh, Now, we both have Medicare and we have Supplemental. So I'm, I'm not sure. In terms of dentists though, Peter went to a dentist here and he was very impressed with Excellent. the x rays and everything was so. I am still with my Brooklyn.
0: No. Doctors. No. I'll you why?
2: There's a reason because I am through the process of uh, implants. Okay. And the implant has three steps. And I did not want to have one dentist working on the process that was started by somebody else.
0: Sure, sure. Okay. As
2: soon as I finish with that, I will look for somebody here. Okay. So definitely is not New York. Um, the services are, and it's it's much easier to get an appointment. You call, yes, you want to come tomorrow, for example. The uh, services are very streamlined, no waiting
0: very Efficient,
3: yeah. You go to motor vehicles well, when we moved, of course, the change of address. The state sends you, of course, you apply a, a new license in the mail with your picture on it. No going to motor vehicles, no standing in line. The everything is, oh, wow. I guess, because Florida is still they call it New York up and, up and coming. That is, of course, you go to the dentist, it's the latest, the greatest because it's new. But they're not, not buying five-year-old equipment. I, I, I was really impressed with the, with the equipment they had here. My dentist in, in New Jersey has a, the same equipment he's had all along. So to, to, you know maybe he doesn't feel it's necessary to replace it. Maybe he doesn't want to do the investment. The Social Security, motor vehicles. Uh, Marcel tells me he thinks she deals with the state. Very modern. Very streamlined. And uh, York could use some
2: of that.
1: You talked about the doctors. What about the, how are the hospitals?
2: Um, there are two major hospitals here. We have not had experience with the hospitals.
0: So let me, let me ask you, I mean, you guys have been down there for a little over two years outside of visiting, of course. Has there any, um, have you encountered any uh, surprise about Naples that you didn't know about before you moved there? You know, was there anything that when you finally moved down there, said, oh, wow, I didn't know about
1: this. Crocodiles on the lawn.
3: We have crocodiles. We've seen yeah. several. where We were in the townhouse there, was, uh, where they where they developed it, where they did, where they dredged out the lakes, and they used that dirt to build up, so they would have elevation for the buildings. The game board goes through, and they check to see. But oh, there have been pictures on the local site of them coming through the neighborhoods. There, there are crocodiles here. the panthers here. It's Florida. You know, we're, we're, we're almost in the swaps from where we are in East Naples, pretty much swap until you get to, uh, to Miami. The birds, the birds are,
2: are birds amazing. Are, yeah. We can see the uh, what's the name of the egret? Sure, that <laughs> is beautiful yeah I don't it's think that we birds, yeah. we we are not surprised because you can imagine that coming and spending time and getting all the information on uh, the temples we had even attended uh, a temple before we moved here and that was the whole idea we didn't want surprises. I wanted to know that once we decided to move here, we would not have anything that had not been anticipated by us. Coming here, spending time, getting to know people, in fact, even before we moved in, uh, we started the paperwork with the residents. We wanted to know what to. We did really a very thorough research. No
3: estate tax. Very nice. Right. Uh, so, so it was the
2: the. Uh, there were a number of things that, and and that's why, for example, having my my realtor here was very important for me because for both of us because we had somebody that we trust. Yes, and And also
3: very competent.
2: Very, very competent, competent. yes. yes. I I think it's important that you should not wait until you retire and you move in to have surprises. Because when you retire, you're less prepared to face changes and adjustments to your life. So uh, whatever adjustments the area will require – it's better to be fully aware of them. Yeah, it depends
3: what you're looking for. You know, as says, there's a nice museum here. It's not the Metropolitan. There's an opera here. It's not New York. You know, so uh, Fifth Avenue is a Fifth Avenue here. It's three or four blocks. Even when we went to California, said, oh, we're going to see Rodeo Drive. We're going to see Beverly Hills. It's a little bit. It's not New York. George yeah, Trudy has a has a home here.
0: Yeah. And Have you seen her? I, I, I'm Sorry. Have you seen her
3: i wouldn't know you know when you see a television and when you see all you with know, they put the makeup and all that but but there are pictures of her with, with people from the local museum over here she doesn't apparently make the rest we as as we, we, we've sat and talked to people we went to get a flu shot at cvs we got talking to a guy over there i went to stanford something was a football player at Stanford and he worked for, for Verizon. And now he owns a company down here, a tech company, has 250 or so employees. You don't know, you don't know who drives the Ferrari, you know, yeah. who those drives yeah, the Chevrolet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody okay. is, is really, that's the, the, the culture of uh, of Naples compared to the East coast is what white people come here. That's people, you see people used to say, don't, don't New York by Florida because people come here for the, you know, they don't want the East coast lifestyle. It's very quiet. That's right. sure. when people get excited. Sure. When people come from Miami, and you know, they're blowing the horns and you know that type of thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, you don't find, for example, you, you can't go to have dinner at twelve o'clock here. And, and we we found now now they build a, uh, a place that is open until later the Mercado That
3: is ten o'clock
2: and that's ten or eleven yeah. because it's it's you know it it is everything yeah. is two to close at nine go to Fort
3: Myers we, we went to, to some opera or something something with music we wanted to have something to eat after and we weren't able to find it I think we had to go into Fort Myers. It was wow. a weekend of some nightclubs. That's what young people come here. That, what is there for nightlife? You don't come to Naples for nightlife.
1: What about sports? I know there, there's no major league uh, sports team there. You have, you have to go to Miami, I guess, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. And, but they do have, it's it's funny, they do have some funny sports there. Have you seen play, people playing pickleball? I hear Yes. Big, oh, yes.
2: it's very big pickleball here. Uh, the place that we rented where we used to live, they had um, several pickleball courts and people would drive their their, their golf carts and park them uh, in front of the pickleball courts and talk and talk and play. And then the neighbors had this racket, you know, of these yeah. golf courts. The, the golf carts all parked. So they had to put, to create like a, a noise barrier. But I have to tell you, we went to the um, what, what's called like the world center of pickleball here. It was almost like science fiction. Everybody who was playing was 60 or over. They were in such good shape. They were so aggressive with, their, with, the, with the games. They were all with their best active wear. It was almost like a planet where pe- when people are born and when they're 50. I mean, very serious. And there are a couple of tournament years here. And I know because I get the people renting my properties because they're coming to the tournament. We have one of the properties that I own. They... Uh, they converted two or three of the tennis courts into pickleball courts. Mm -hmm. Of course, we also have golf. Golf is very important here. In in fact, a lot of people who have golf carts and they move around with golf carts, when you go to Fifth Avenue, people are going to have dinner in their golf carts. Uh, Right here where we are, there are three golf courses. One is public and two are private. Two private ones have been designed by very renowned designers. One of them held the PGA tour last year. Wow. So the whole place was all about golf. And there's a wonderful tavern uh, right in the middle of it where you can have lunch. and. very nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Also, the uh, high school sports are very important here. High school football, you know, we used to have a tenant who was the coach, um, the football coach in one of the high schools, and and it was a big deal.
3: Couldn't get him to fix a game. We offered him a (laughs) discount. He wasn't interested.
1: Yeah. All right, right. another sport. This is very strange to me. What is swamp buggy races?
2: Ah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, hey, we 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 went to. They're not too far from here. It, there's, it, it's a tradition, and and it's it's uh, dirty, and I don't know. Peter had a lot to say about it. Yeah, um, I,
3: I think it needs some fun. It, it, it's it been in town many years. You see all the sponsors of builders and uh, real estate. It, it's quite redneck. They, they race in, a, in, in in very deep water. What's a swamp buggy? modified it, it is very tall very thin uh wheels and tires uh with a very high mounted engine so the water doesn't get into the intake
1: ah it's
3: in a circular uh, a circular track but they when we went the uh, and i don't know if it's always like that the water was so high they could barely move so it's really slow so like watching, watching kids on in, in a in a you know little uh A circus or a carnival or something i i I think they would do they do it themselves a disservice by making the water that deep because it it it, they move so slow that it's really kind of boring i i I don't see the attraction but uh it's part of the florida culture here
1: what about airboats have you ridden on the airboats yes airboats gillen will never let me
0: um crocodiles or um, alligators alligators or any of those things yeah, we
2: did it. We went to the Everglades and uh, with Peter's Isn't cousin. I it was it was a very nice experience, but it's 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 not something that you do more than once or right. twice. Yeah. It's right. uh, See,
1: I've never done it though.
2: Well, you can go do it. I'm not stopping. You. <laughs> What's beautiful is kayaking. Ah, oh, it's fantastic. We very went on the Everglades. Yeah. We are very <laughs> near the yeah the entrance. And we went to the sunset kayaking. So there was a group with two guides, and you actually kayak in the Everglades, and you see the birds, and it was, and and you see the sunset. It was fantastic. It, it, it's a great experience. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. That, that, oh that's yes,
3: something you would do more than once. Very interesting. They chose the Island with with all the little little islands and little all this swamp. It's one island that the birds seem to uh, have picked out. And at sunset, thousands of birds come.
0: Yeah. It was
2: very nice. Low impact, a
3: really... lot of fun. Yeah. No mosquitoes. No you don't have a lot yeah. of bugs, you know, certain yeah. times of the year. Very interesting, yeah.
1: And there's one place I've been reading about called Corkscrew Swamp Sanctuary. Yeah, beautiful.
2: Have very you been nice. there? Yes, we were there. That's going to the north. And we went there, and they have all these the boardwalks that you can go, and they have all kind of wildlife. There are many uh, parks that are miniatures of that. That one happens to be huge.
1: But- yeah, and I heard they have a, the boardwalks two and a half miles long, and it winds, winds through the sanctuary, right?
2: Yes, yes.
1: You, you, would are, like that, you, know, you go on the boardwalk, you don't have to go in the dirt.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really- today, we're in the fall. Today is going to get to 88. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and, uh, I was, when I was, uh, swimming, it, it was 74. There's, yeah. there's a new park also that they just opened last October, uh, the Baker Park. The Bakers are a family who have created, have donated a lot of things here. They, they, um, they were the ones who, um, donated the funds to build the, um, the um, the Baker Museum, and uh, they created this park that is a fantastic park with a beautiful dog park, and it has also these trails. Uh, and it, you can see the water; just a fantastic place to go.
0: There seems to be no end to activities. Okay. No, there's uh,
2: people. Uh, there's a very vibrant outdoor life here when yeah. we when we lived in the other place and we went walking everybody was walking biking and at night everybody was with their golf carts going around all and it is yeah. people are very active yeah. and and you have a retirement that is very outdoorsy very um vibrant one they one things to do Uh, The funny thing is at six o'clock, everybody goes to the restaurant because they are early eaters.
3: Yes, that's we're the we well not so much anymore. We were when we first started coming. We were the young folks here. You know? It's like the fountain of youth. Feel young again. Yeah. You know, we're still in the swamp. You know, you know, put lipstick on a pig. You know, it's very nice here, but you know, you can't fight nature. There's there's still a low elevation. They they talk about the problems in Miami with the, the water coming in. You know, with the you know and all that. So and we we're I think confident in our lifetime we won't be underwater here. So I, I think we made a very good choice. We're going to be, you see downtown when, when they have a strong storm here, the, the new houses, they build with some elevation, but the older houses in one particular, uh, fantastic, like a Chateau. It's, it's, it's like, I think French style, big square, fantastic. But when it's strong uh, rain and we go down after that day or two after that, you'll see the lawn has puddles in it, that it's the change of weather and so forth. You can see there. Maybe such not fa- uh, fake news, because who would build a place like that if you thought it was going to flood? They do have some flooding downtown. There's, you know, there's their houses here that, that they take you on the uh, on the airboats that uh, were built on dry land. They, they were built on stilts, but, you know, with a road that you could access. They're not accessible anymore. They're, you see, they're absolutely standing in the ocean.
0: So, wow, I think we've covered so much ground. We've never covered so much in one episode. (laughs) So is there anything that you'd like our audience to know, anything you want to share, anything we may have left out? I'm not sure we left anything out, but um, what what do you think? uh,
2: All I can tell you, it's a very very different lifestyle from New York.
3: There's a lot to do. We, uh, We we're talking about moving down, and my brother would say, you're going to be bored. You're going to have to get a part-time job. What are you going to do all day? Okay, Mom. Sure, Mom. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, and I don't see it happening. There's a yeah, lot no. to do Yes, We have plenty to do.
0: All right, great. Well, we want to thank you for all your time. Yeah, thank your, you so much. That was great. This was so nice, and we really appreciate it. Okay, and we will definitely come see you guys. Right. Right. Oh so, yes, yes. yes. Beware. Yeah. Be yes.
1: afraid. Be afraid. <laughs> be afraid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye.
1: We hope you enjoyed our show and will join us
0: again. And if you know someone who relocated after retirement or before or during and wishes to share their story, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our information will be in the show notes below. They include our email address gg at retirethere.com. The two G's are for Gillian Jean. Our website is retirethere.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Remember the underscore or you'll get us mixed up with someone else.